0: Okay, so I'm sure that everybody's heard of black holes. I mean, you don't have to even be into sci-fi or or conspiracies or even the universe or science itself to to know what a black hole is. I mean, even if you don't know the details of it, I'm pretty sure everyone's got a pretty good grasp on, on the definition of it. But the question then becomes, what are white holes? And do they lead to parallel universes? And I'm not just pulling that out of my ass. That actually is something that many reputable scientists within the community have looked into so let me break this down for you so when stephen hawking proposed the idea that a black hole will eventually evaporate by leaking radiation from its event horizon there was actually a problem because if it evaporates what happens to all of the information that it's sucked in because that's what black holes do now if quantum theory is correct, or at least if quantum theory the way that we as humans understand it is correct, this would actually defy and go against a fundamental law that information cannot be lost. It's called the no-hiding theorem. Now, with the no-hiding theorem, if information is missing from one system, then it must simply be residing somewhere else in the universe, a sort of game of hide-and-seek within the universe and, and the cosmos. So theoretically... If information is getting sucked in, it must be getting spat back out somewhere, somewhere else. And, it, and likely, that's through a white hole. But the question then becomes, do white holes really exist? So, this might sound a little bit confusing because it has been known and essentially confirmed now that black holes suck in information. Everything in the universe is information and it's energy and it's matter. And I know that we haven't really hit the the key to understanding the universe yet. I don't think that we're close, but I think we're making significant strides. So it's actually been known that black holes literally retain information. It is sort of like a living massive organism, if you will. So one way to conceptualize this, especially if you're on the Spotify or Apple podcast version of this episode, is in a very basic mathematical sense, you have to think about the square root of 9. The answer is both 3 and negative 3. And so this is fundamentally part of what's known as Schwarzschild geometry, the formula that is used in general relativity to describe the gravitational field outside of a spherical mass. So outside of a, a planet, let's say. So just like the color black, is the opposite of white the white hole is the opposite of a black hole in every single way light cannot escape a black hole so light cannot enter a white hole and this would obviously make a white hole incredibly bright and some quantum physicists respected and reputable quantum physicists by the way believe that maybe some of the light in the universe that we thought was coming from a supernova may actually be coming from white holes or they may be one in the same, if depending on how you view things and your, your view on quantum physics is essentially. So physicists also believe this concept could be germane when talking about the Big Bang and how our universe came into existence. They believe it's possible that at the moment of creation, everything was expelled from a massive white hole on an incredibly large scale. So the premise of white holes is actually based on a theory Hosting that space and time so space time is made of granular building blocks that can be quantified essentially building blocks that literally can be given value so if we bring that example into our physical world that would kind of be like when you you're building a house made of bricks each brick can be quantified and provided a value because it brings value to the overall house one brick isn't a lot of value but if you got say a thousand bricks you can build a house I don't know if that's literally how, much, how many bricks you need, but you know what I mean. So this quantification comes in the form of loops, almost like little threads that are of a, a very particular finite size. So finite and so particular, they cannot be subdivided any further. So to a viewer, these loops would make space and time appear to be smooth and continuous, but their granular nature would prevent highly dense bodies like neutron stars ...from collapsing into a point of infinite density. Essentially, this is what's being said here. The universe, theorized by a lot of reputable, best-in-their-field physics... ...is made up of very, very small building blocks... ...that cannot be broken down more than they already are. That's essentially what's being discussed here. And, or, or at least theorized. And so it kind of subscribes and falls in line with the simulation theory... And that our bodies are a vessel or a tube of sorts and our souls are really the, the part of our conscious that makes up our existence, if you will. But anyways, in the case of black holes, these incredibly particular and finite loops would prevent a collapse into infinity. But eventually the loops would only be able to compress to a certain point until they exert an outward pressure almost like a spring or like a slinky. And so this is referred to as a quantum bounce, a sort of rebound from a black hole that's just fucking ingesting everything into a white hole, expelling everything. Now, many argue, however, that white holes are theoretically impossible because they violate the second law of thermodynamics, stating that entropy cannot decrease in a system. But it depends on how one looks at entropy or entropy, with some physicists saying it refers to disorder, while others say it refers to information used to describe a system, and an argument over semantics sort of continues. Okay? And so, here's five things you didn't know about white holes. Number one, scientists believe they may have witnessed a white hole when a sudden burst of white light appeared out of nowhere, then vanished. Unfortunately, there haven't really been any other similar events recorded to study. The second is that in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy... The people from the planet Magrathia create luxury planets for the galaxy's richest people from the matter retrieved from white holes. And white holes are essentially time-reversed black holes containing a singularity existing in the past. And because space and time are connected with one another, it certainly wouldn't be something that we would rule out. Now, some have also theorized that instead of a wormhole connecting two points in space, it could actually connect two points within time itself. And this connection between a black hole and a white hole could actually allow for time travel if one could stabilize this wormhole. And that's the whole thing. We haven't been able to get close to wormholes or black holes. And so clearly there is significance for these wormholes or black holes to be used because everything in the universe seems to be serving a purpose. Particularly the more we study it mathematically and scientifically, everything seems to be used for a purpose. And then in the 70s, Stephen Hawking said black and white holes absorb and emit the same amount of radiation when they are in thermal equilibrium, making them indistinguishable. And so according to physicist Stephen Hsu, when a white hole is in isolation surrounded by empty vacuum space, it's not in equilibrium, meaning that it's got nothing to absorb. And this forces it to explode and release a large amount of thermal energy, or what Dr. Hsu calls quasi-thermal energy, if you will. Now, the problem is, is that these wormholes would be highly unstable if they were even possible. It would also be impossible with physics as we know it for one to pass through a wormhole into another universe, which is theoretical, due to a number of pesky little things like being pretty much crushed when passing through a black hole's event horizon before being compressed at the singularity point. Though you might get at least some to see some distorted, uh, you know, light from the, the parallel universe on the other side before you end up dying, <laughs> right? So, but again, this is all completely theoretical. The idea is that space and time are therefore bent, similar in the ways that gravity bends when these UFO crafts fly in space and shoot off uh, from planet Earth, like, within less than a second, the idea is that white holes, black holes and wormholes all serve a very particular purpose other than just eating up different planets. And there seems to be more and more evidence suggesting that. Okay? So let me know what you guys think. I know this wasn't the uh, the, the longest episode out there, but it's certainly something to really take interest in and it's certainly something to to look look into whether or not white holes can actually connect to parallel universes. I mean, listen, we can study it as much as we like, but ultimately it comes down to one thing. We got to go through it ourselves and we have to, we would essentially have to design something that could withstand this type of power to be able to really know what's going on there. We'd have to go through it ourselves to know. And then whoever's going through it is taking the chance of never returning again, at least to the universe that they knew. Right? So let me know your guys' thoughts. Uh, It's certainly something that is very intriguing, at least to me personally, and We will catch you next time. Peace.